Welcome to Cat Talk Radio with your host, Molly DeVos. Molly is a cat expert and certified feline training and behavior specialist. With her expertise and her guests, you'll learn how to interpret and control behavior issues with your cat, how to entertain and converse with them, and keep up on the latest feline news around the world. Now, here is Molly DeVos. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Cat Talk Radio. I'm your host, Molly DeVos, and today I'm joined by my handsome husband, Dewey. Hi, Dewey. Hello, my beautiful wife. And to all those wonderful cat fans out there that listen to all of these podcasts, and we love you, and we're glad you're listening today. So, let's talk about what is about today. Today, you want to talk about scents that are dangerous to cats. I don't know what you're thinking, so tell us what you're thinking. (laughs) Well, yeah, scents, like S-C-E-N-T-S, not not like in pennies. <laughs> oh, I had my coin. I was looking for my change. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I want to talk about this because you really need to use caution when using scents around your pets. Um, just because it's safe for you doesn't mean that it will be safe for your cat or dog. And cats in particular are highly sensitive to airborne toxins. And 75% of households use a variety of products to scent the air including us, before I discovered that Tabasco had asthma. You know, there's, there's an online group called Using Essential Oils Safely. And they've, they've some group members who've had to put their cats down due to liver failure, even after just a couple weeks of diffusing essential oils. That's, that's interesting. And, and I got to say crazy at the same time. Gary, I thought essential yeah. oils are safe for cats. Well, cats are actually unable to metabolize essential oils due to the lack of a, and and I'm going to have to read this one because I'll try to get this right. They don't have a a glucuronyl transferase, which is basically a liver enzyme. So, you know, if you're going to do essential oils, you know, you've got to make sure the quality and the concentration and the type of oil is extremely important. And so is ventilation in the room. And if essential oils are ingested, like by licking their fur or their feet, they can cause digestive upset. They can even cause neurologic problems. And cat skins are very sensitive. And the oils can cause irritation also to their, you know, their nose, their actual nasal passages, and of course their lungs. Um, so you want to make sure if you're going to lo- use essential oils that you dilute them to reduce the impact, you want to avoid several fragrances. So make a note or rewind this, but you're going to want to avoid bergamot, camphor, clementine, eucalyptus, frankincense, grapefruit, juniper, lemon, lime, mandarin, orange, peppermint, sage, spearmint. There's a vet, actually. Her name is uh, Dr. Melissa Shelton. And she actually makes pet safe essential oils and her site is animal dot info. So it's animal essential oils. That's what EO stands for. So animal dot info. And she actually offers safe mixes of essential oils that are already pre diluted that you can diffuse. So if you insist on diffusing essential oils, please go to animal dot info. 
Wow, how many of those are even left? What about what about the? Oh my gosh, I can't even. I mean, I'm thinking of everything. But what about potpourri? Well, potpourri can actually be irritating to cats' noses too, and if they eat it, it can really cause digestive upset or obstruction if they if they actually ingest it. Um, and liquid potpourri is very dangerous because it contains things, two things in particular. Essential oils um, is one that it contains, that non-diluted essential oils. And then it also contains cationic detergents. And that actually allows the oils and water to come together. So if you're using the liquid potpourri, you got to make sure you, you clean up any spills very quickly and keep your pets away from them, which is, of course, really hard to do with a cat. But even just a quick lick of the paw, if they've stepped in liquid potpourri, can cause severe ulceration in their mouth and chemical burns and even down to their digestive tract. Oh, God, that sounds terrible. And I mean, it makes you want to keep up, keep everything off of the tables and the coffee tables. And wow, and I know how many women out there really love to have scents all over the house. I didn't know it was that critical. Yeah, Man. I was one. I, I'm, I'm guilty. What What about scented candles? Would um, you know what scented candles would be good then? Because cats can't walk on it, or accidentally digest it. Wouldn't you just replace it with scented candles? Or can you do that? Well, you want to make sure that you're avoiding any candles that are made from or with paraffin, because paraffin releases impurities and irritants that can affect your cat's respiratory system. So paraffin actually comes from petroleum. It's the final residue that's left from refining crude oil. And there's a technical definition. Um, it's the sludge in the bottom of a barrel of oil. It's bleached by adding dioxin and other poisonous chemicals and then texturized with a chemical called acrolin. Afterwards, stearic acid I, which is a byproduct of the meat packing slaughterhouses is added as a hardener. Oh, you we wow. Yeah, it's nasty. And to make matters worse, paraffin cannot be scented with essential oils because the petrochemical rich wax will break them down. So the candle industry has created a petroleum-based fragrance that are compatible with the paraffin, which makes for a lot more soot and chemicals being released when they're burned. So it's similar to inhaling like diesel engine exhaust. I mean, like really. And so if you, if you burn just a few paraffin candles in your home, the, it, it has the overall effect on the quality of air is actually worse than polluted air in major cities like Los Angeles. Oh, wow. So are there safe scented candles? Is that what I'm hearing? There are? Well, the, certainly if you want to burn candles, flameless is best. I mean, cleaner burning candles are made of soy, beeswax, coconut wax, or vegetable wax. They're more expensive, but they will burn longer and certainly cleaner in the air. <laughs> so, you know, flameless seems to defeat the purpose of scented candles. What about yeah, air does. fresheners and <laughs> incense? I mean, can you do incense and air fresheners? Well, air fresheners can trigger an asthma or coughing attack in cats. You know, um, when we first noticed it in Tabasco, 
he was coughing. I thought it was a, a hairball that was trying to come up, but he never threw up any hairballs. He would be just like, <laughs> and then nothing ever came out. And so here I'm thinking hairball, when in reality, he was actually coughing and I kind of missed it. And we had lots of scents around the house. I mean, I was one of those people that would burn the scentsy oils and I'd have the plug-in Glade diffusers and I had those automatic airwick things. I mean, I you know, I liked it to, to smell, you know, good. It, it's, it's terrible. And, you know, and reed diffusers, those are the same too. The, the little oil based things that you stick the reeds in, those aren't, aren't good for cats either. And incense may be the absolute worst. I mean, cats particularly are sensitive to smoke, which can cause asthma and other respiratory conditions. And also the aromatic plant materials and essential oils in incense are really dangerous for them. Um, there's been some research that shows that inhaling incense is much worse than cigarette smoke. I mean, incense wow. smoke is mutagenic, which means it can cause mutations in DNA that can actually lead to cancer. Wow, man, it, it's from everywhere, right? Angle yeah. from everything. So what is is in these products other than the essential oils and catatonic detergents that are harmful to pets? Well, in air fresheners, the main offender are what they call the volatile organic compounds or, or VOX. Um, they're organic chemicals. Um, easily evaporated, it makes, it, what it does is it, it makes the scent easily evaporate from a solid or liquid form into the air. So it's what makes it kind of go into the air. And due to their higher vapor pressure at room temperature, the transformation is actually called volatility. That's, that's why they call them that. And the same thing occurs in paints and varnishes, formaldehyde, refrigerants, cigarette smoke. You know, you wouldn't open a can of paint in your living room to improve the quality of the air, but it isn't that far removed to what happens when you use an air freshener. The EPA says that some of these organics can cause cancer in animals, and it's also useful to know that green products are not significantly different from other products. How do we know when we've used too much or it's affecting our pets? Well, cats have faster metabolisms than we do. So what is slightly harmful to us is a lot more harmful to them. Um, and then let's see, how do you know? How do you know it's too much? Well, a cat might withdraw from the area. Like, you know, it'll, it'll smell and its eyes might squint up and it leave the room. It might cower or cough or sneeze or, you know, you might see nasal discharge. Might, if your cat's vomiting a lot or even diarrhea. And of course, you know, in extreme cases, you'll see lethargy. It's not really moving or lack of appetite even. Wow. So what other ingredients should we avoid? Well, you want to you wanna avoid formaldehyde, obviously, in things, uh, petroleum distillates, aerosol propellants, and paradichlorobenzene. I don't even know if I say that right, but it's a PDCB. And, and fragrances. You want to avoid fragrances. <laughs> wow. That's a mouthful of stuff to be saying all of a sudden. Mm. I imagine this appeals to cleaning products as well, though, right? Lots yes. Of that. Yes, these things are in our cleaning products. Absolutely, our 409s, our things like that. So, you know, if you're going to be 
wiping your counters with these cleaning products that have these things. Cats get it on their paws, they lick it off, and they've ingested it. So you're just better off using vinegar. So just get vinegar, use it on a cloth, and clean your counters like that. So what can you tell the people listening what you use? Well, most people, when they're using air fresheners, are trying to cover up their litter box odor, right? <laughs> and so, I mean, that seems to be 99% of the reason why cat owners use air fresheners or candles or plug-ins or things like that. So the first thing I got to tell you to do is scoop your box daily, at least once a day, twice a day. I always scooped mine two or three times a day. So scoop it daily. You want to wash that box once a week in mild detergent. You want to replace your litter boxes when you see scratches in the bottom of the plastic because that actually breaks the plastic surface and then they'll hold odor in the plastic box itself. So replace that box completely when you see um, scratches in it. Um, you could also place an open box like, like sprinkle baking soda in the bottom of the box before you add the fresh litter and then just place a whole box of baking soda like an open box of baking soda near the litter box also activated charcoal works well i have those like charcoal rocks in a bag i set those next to my litter boxes and you know sometimes if you use sprays perfumes or other scents you know, around the litter box or in your litter box. Like a lot of people want to spray perfumey stuff actually in the box. It might discourage your cat from using the box at all. <laughs> so what about when that bad smell, we've all had it. We all know what I'm talking about. What about when the air is bad smelling? What can you use safely? Well, get some pet safe indoor plants. Um, and, and there are a lot of plants that are toxic to cats. So be sure that you Google what plants are toxic to cats before you run out and buy plants. But if you get a lot of indoor plants, they actually help clean the air by using their natural ability to absorb toxins through their leaves and roots, and they turn them into nutrients. Um, get an indoor air purifier. That's always really good. That helps clean the air. And, and actually, Fabrice fabric fresheners, not the Febreze air freshener. There's a difference, but there's the fabric, Febreze fabric fresheners. Boy, that's hard to say. Um, <laughs> those actually are not bad. They had a real bad rap. And when they first came out with Febreze, everybody was like, oh, it kills pets. And so that was all just BS. That wasn't true. But again, they make air fresheners, aerosol air fresheners. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about Febreze fabric refreshers. Those are actually safe and work pretty well. And then you can create your own natural air fresheners, you know, so get a pot and put it on the stove and, you know, let it, um, you know, let it, let it simmer and stuff like that. Add cinnamon sticks, cloves, vanilla, mint tea. All of that is great. Um, you can soak cotton balls in vanilla and, and, Put those around. You can make what's called a, a pomander. That's you want to stud an orange with cloves. So make a clove studded orange. You put your oven on low heat and put it in there for about an hour. That works nice. Um, you can open your windows. Open the windows. Let some of that bad air out. Um, so it, avoid citrus. You know, cats don't like citrus. So 
You don't want to be boiling a pot of lemon peels or orange peels or things like that. Stick with the cloves and cinnamon and stuff like that. Vanilla, mint tea, all of that works. The um, citrus is really great for deterrence for outside cats, but you you don't really want to overburden your inside cat with that. Wow, scary stuff we're talking about, and it was just just quite simply about sense. And that explains why you got rid of all those plug-ins and automatic air freshener sprayer things. Uh, that, that explains it. Yeah, and, I, and I've noticed since I did. So the, the minute that, you know, we found out that Tabasco had a, an issue, I immediately got rid of anything in the house that was, was causing any kind of synthetic um, scent to the air. And I noticed that now when I'm around them, it my nose gets very stuffy and I can I can see it you know I react to it physically um which I didn't before until I got rid of them so yeah it's really a it's you know everybody likes to have that stuff all over their home and I know it I I gotcha I did too but when I saw what it did to my cat I I just was mortified absolutely mortified and you know would never ever ever have another cat around since in my home again. And, you know, speaking of that, make sure you're buying um, unscented cat litter. That's another thing where there's chemicals put in that cat litter and it's just so overpowering for your poor kitty's nose. So your cat will be much happier if you just get rid of the scents, keep the dang litter box clean so you don't have to worry about that. Make sure you got enough litter boxes and all of that. And if you need more ideas, just shoot me an email. So, and while you're out there, check our other resources. So find us on Facebook, Cat Behavior Solutions and Cat Talk Radio on Facebook. Like us on Facebook, follow us on Instagram, share with your other cat friends because there's good information there and some funny stuff. You can also visit our website at um, catbehaviorsolutions.org. I have a blog there where there's lots of topics and they're all organized into categories. Of course, there's many more blogs than this one. You can check out that. While you're on the site, there's also a behavior boutique where I carry products that benefit your cat in one way or another. And uh, if you run into a brick wall with problems, you know, get in touch with me. I'm available for virtual or in-home consultations. And I often hold educational seminars and speaking engagements. So while you're on the site, you'll see a pop-up window that says join our mailing list. And if you'll do that, then uh, whenever I'm going to have one of those, you'll be notified. And if you're in the area, you can come and I can meet you and we can talk some specific stuff about your cat. And that you will. And you will learn a lot. And I would like to also mention for those out there that are listening to us, if you've learned something from one of our podcasts, consider sending us a gratuity donation. This helps us to keep this show on the road or no, maybe on the air and future mm-hmm. on the road. <laughs> that would be and fun. It would be fun. And deliver resources to cat owners to help keep the cats out of shelters. That's our primary goal here. Yep. And Molly's main focus is to keep cats out of shelters because it's never a good place. And one day the show will be on the road and we'll be going, it's Cat Talk Radio coming to you from Cincinnati. <laughs> And then we'll be going, it's Cat Talk Radio coming to you from Fort Lauderdale, Florida. Yay! (laughs) But that's a little ways off yet. So until then, help us just stay on the air here in uh, where we are. (laughs) And uh, 
Help us keep cats out of the shelter by sharing the resources and information with your friends because as long as shelter euthanasia is the number one cause of death in cats, we are going to be out here pumping this information out to you. So until next time, keep calm and purr on. Goodbye, everybody. You can be a cat lifesaver by helping to keep us on the air. In the U.S., about 10 cats per hour are euthanized in shelters due to behavior issues. Through this educational radio show, behavior consultations, seminars, and articles, Cat Behavior Solutions intercepts cat behavior problems in the home, reducing the number of cats who are surrendered to shelters. Make a donation at catbehaviorsolutions.com. That's catbehaviorsolutions.com. Looking for products that address specific cat behavior issues? On our website, cattalkradio.com, you'll find things that will create enrichment in the environment for your cat. Toys that will reduce boredom, the world's best and safest nail clippers, and much more. All proceeds support our mission, reducing the number of cats surrendered to shelters. Stop by the site and pick up a few tips and tidbits for your cat today. Visit cattalkradio.com and look for The Behavior Shop. Thanks for tuning in to Cat Talk Radio. Please join your host, Molly DeVos, for another episode of the program on the Voice America Variety Channel. Now, go make a connection with your feline friend.